and I don't know what to watch Oh, I think I might be lost if I didn't have a preview Oh, I think I might be lost if I didn't have a preview That ended abruptly. It does end abruptly. That's like how you know you're in it. (laughs) Hi, everyone. (laughs) Welcome to the preview where we chat about upcoming film and TV for the month ahead. As always, I am Marissa Cantor, and I am here with Sam Chung and Jermaine Fletcher. Hello. Sam. Yes. Thoughts on the new song? I think you're on to something, Sam. I think... (laughs) Whoa! I think you're you're getting there. Thank you. I had to run that uh, by Marissa for approval, and Marissa was like, "It's a little catchy," and I was like, "All right, well, that's a step ahead. That's like above the last three songs." Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It is it is catchy. It sounds familiar, so you might want to run that by legal. Uh that is me, and I say it's fine. <laughs> I've heard it. I've heard the, the 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 tune before. I just don't know where. We've, I agree. It's like nostalgic, right? Like it's somewhere in the past. Yeah, it's somewhere in the past, and I've like heard it probably in some Disney movie or something. You're Sam. We're we're getting there. We're getting somewhere. Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I think Jermaine, you should know, and Mercy, you should know as well. We've done enough of these previews that. Uh, we should know at this point there's no such thing as an original idea. So if the song sounds like something else, then, you know, I'm just hopping on that bandwagon along with everybody who makes television these days. Okay. Fair. Fair. <laughs> Good work. I'm sorry. I I do realize that I did say that it might be a spooky song for October season, but then... October season? For October sp- season. For spooky season. Sure, spooky October season. Spooky October Halloween season. But then I just like, one day I, this was a shower song. I was in the shower and I was like, oh, that's a good idea. And then I just recorded it and I was like, this is what we're doing now. So that's a great story. I mean, I feel like that's where most good ideas come from. It's like shower ideas. It's true. Yeah. Well, we're back. Another month has passed. How is everyone September's? I mean, I guess I I can start with with our and I'll speak on your behalf. I think our September was a little bit up and down. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The highs were high. The lows were low. We did go on a trip. We visited uh, our friends in Europe and we went to Amsterdam. We went to Spain and you went to Vienna. So that was very fun. It was good to do some traveling. How does she, how did she go to Vienna, but you didn't go to Vienna? Sam had to go back to work. I did come um, back because he's a yeah. good oh, little wow. worker bee. And then my friend and I went on from Spain to Austria. Uh, don't forget Salzburg and the Sound of Music moment that became my entire personality. And this all happened in wait? Didn't you just go on vacation on like a road trip in? August. Yeah, it's been a busy. We really have been just going all in. Yeah, I was in Europe for two weeks of September. Did you feel like you were in danger of being trafficked like Lizzie was when she <laughs> ran off? I did not in Italy with with some strange man, with an adult, <laughs> with, a, with, a <laughs> with an adult. Nah, I had a great trip, and then I came back, and then I went to San Diego for work, and then. 
I got COVID. So <laughs> so there was not a lot of TV for you at the beginning of the month. And then there there's was a, been, a lot, there's of been TV a lot of TV for you for at me. the end of the month. Yeah. So a little bit up and down. Um, Jermaine, how was your September? Well, I've, I do a sober September because remember House of Cards on Netflix with Kevin Spacey before yes. all these Who could terrible things came out? Yes. Who could forget? So I, you know, a lot of people do sober, like a dry January. I like a sober September because there's a great line in House of Cards. I forget what season it was where the reporter says, I stopped drinking after Labor Day just to prove to myself I'm not an alcoholic. And I do that every September. <laughs> Has it been successful this September? No. Um, I've had quite a few drinks, a lot of things, not from the September list, <laughs> things that I had needed to watch previously. Like I watched the world love and thunder, terrible movie, <laughs> terrible movie. Awful. So bad. And I dissected what the issue is with that movie. Okay. One, it is like, it's very similar to Thor dark world, which is a terrible 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 movie but the real issue with the thor movies and i say this as a feminist who hate men men are trash i don't care for men the issue with the thor movies is jane okay when jane is not in the picture we have a good thor they don't know how to make integrate jane fully into the movies and then it doesn't work and a lot of things in that movie made no sense, particularly the hammer being destroyed. But in Avengers Endgame, Thor was wielding a perfectly good hammer. I, I, I do feel like you're giving Jane maybe too much credit for some of the bad ideas that they had in that movie. The child army, not a good idea. Wild. That- <laughs> Wild. But it's funny that they only have these terrible ideas when Jane is in the movies and I don't understand why yeah it's like I wanted I wanted Ragnarok again you know and we just we didn't get drove off a cliff with this one so my September was catching up on things that I needed to have watched many months ago got it Jermaine did you start Lord of the Rings the Rings of Power no because unfortunately Though some of us on this podcast have different ideas and are stubborn, I'm knee-deep in Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, (laughs) and I can't handle two fantasy dramas at the same time, particularly because right now House of the Dragon is infuriating me. I'm so furious watching that show week after week you don't have to do it you can be like me you don't have to no there's a better way no there's not a better way i'm just so furious with that show it's moving way too fast for what reason i don't know people are making the same stupid mistakes the men are terrible furious but i'm not i will get to lord of the rings when i finish game of Thrones. well house of the dragon Okay, But I've heard interesting things about the Lord of the Rings series. I heard it's a little slow. It definitely starts off a little slow. I do think that 
on a watchability scale, I do rate it a little bit higher than House of the Dragon. And I think part of it is definitely the reason that you mentioned the fact that we only got like five episodes of those kids who are actually like really good, I think, really as actors. Good. Really good as actors. They're just gone now, I feel like, and we'll never see them again, which is sad. And I just don't, I, we're just like flying through the series and I'm like, why are we flying through this show? Like this could be a 10 season show and those actors could have grown into the role. But I, I digress. I digress. Follow up question. Our friend Matt Smith, who made the publicity rounds, he was on, I believe he was doing the weather on the Today Show. He's really been out there. Has he stepped up his game as Damon Targaryen to you? No. <laughs> but it's not, it's like, I sort of like, I don't think he's the right person, pers- actor for it. But the problem is, the show has moved so fast. Every time you see him, he's in a different space. Mm-hmm. So I have not grown with him or understand who Damon is. Last week, Damon is now married to a woman who three episodes ago was nine. Yes. And almost was married to his brother. Almost was married to his brother. And now she's dead. <laughs> What are you even saying? Is, See, like, I there's so much peace in my life from not knowing what you're talking dead. about. And you're like flying over really important details. Like, last time we saw her, she's nine. Now she's a woman. And now she's riding the biggest dragon in all of Westeros. That was a dragon, a dragon that was alive when Aegon conquered the Seven Kingdoms. Like, that dragon helped conquer the Seven Kingdoms. I had to read that online. <laughs> it's 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 a journey and you know I I I'll say this some people someone who is on this podcast who should not be named may have had the right idea. But wow. Well, thank you for <laughs> Vindication. Marissa, you've been You've been inside now for a long time. A, a week. A week. Uh, what have, have you been able to cross anything off of your list for September? Yeah, a lot of things. Um, some of these things didn't even end up making my list, but ended up being really pleasant surprises. Like the movie Do Revenge was really fun. Oh, I heard that is great. It's really good. It's your it's your Riverdale girl, Camilla Mendez. Is- Every time, how does this somehow come up? <laughs> Bless, bless, bless. Them. Yeah, Camila Mendez, Maya Hawk. Um, Netflix, at least in the month of September, seemed to really lean into um, like messy girls and messy female friendships in a lot of their narratives. And I was really here for it. Do Revenge was a really good example of that. Also, the TV show Fakes was really fun as well about these like teen girls who start like a fake ID empire in high school and um one of the actresses from the to all the boys franchise is the star of that and she was great again wasn't on my list initially but was really fun um i also we started reboot and i'm into reboot i think it's a good off to a good start yeah reboot's been fun it's in it's weird seeing like a show that's in the style of modern family but 
in the con- in like a streaming on a streaming platform so they can do things that they can't yeah. do on broadcast. It's a little jarring, but I'm enjoying the show overall. Like the it nipples is. you have seen so far? Well, they're yeah, I mean they're just swearing. <laughs> they're yeah, they're flashing people like <laughs> Yeah. It is my next show to start, reboot. Because I finished Big Brother. Yes, oh my God. Season. Oh my God, Big fantastic. Brother. Talk about a wild season. Oh my God. Are you as obsessed with like the post like Taylor Joseph content as I am? Because they're all I care about. <laughs> but I feel they're like, I feel bad for him. And I feel like he shouldn't engage or entertain Taylor. I Joseph is the sweetest sweetheart ever. And when Amira brought up the Monty thing and they cut to Joseph's face, I was just like, oh no. He loves and her I felt so, so much. Bad for him. <laughs> he loves he her. is he is oh, he's such a sweetheart. He's such a teddy bear. I love Joseph. Like I love Big Brother. I it's the I watch it every summer. I get into it. I tell people I have a coworker who wants to watch it. And I'm like, it is a commitment. It yeah. is three episodes a week. It takes over your life. You have to be in it. It takes over your life. And she was like, what about like Celebrity Big Brother? I'm like, no, because that is such a shorter it's fake show. Like you don't get the time to get into the gameplay of it and to see alliances form and people flip and like, it is really a commitment. It's like a like it's an entire summer. You spend an entire summer mm-hmm. watching one show. So I am glad it's over. I have three hours of TV time back. <laughs> so I'm you know I finished Love Victor over the weekend. Finally, I still haven't finished that was Love June. Victor. Wow, and that was from June. Nice. Reboot is next on my to start list. It's fun. I I personally um live by the truth that Rachel Bloom can do no wrong. So she's picked another winner. I believe that. But yeah, I feel like those are the main things I have to talk about. Like looking at my actual list, I didn't watch a single movie that was on my original September list. My parents saw Don't Worry Darling. We're like, what was that? (laughs) Did they know the context? I mean, like a little bit, but they asked me, they were like, what do you know about Don't Worry, Darling? And I was like, you just asked the, you don't even know what you just asked. Um, I sent, I sent Sam a Twitter chain about the controversy about Don't Worry, Darling. And I said, for your wife. <laughs> That's all I wrote in the text. <laughs> for your wife. Oh my God. When the, when Spitgate happened, when we were in Amsterdam, <laughs> that really like took over my life for a night. When spit, I was like, I was like, so wait, how did you tell like spat on him? And I was just like, wait, what? Um, also, we watched a couple episodes of Best in Dough. It was fine. We did. It's uh, the episode. I mean, yeah, the episodes are a little bit up and down. I feel like it's, uh, you know, it depends on the contestants. The first episode was fun because the contestants were three Italian grandmas. (laughs) And one of them just didn't give any fucks. Yeah, the format is a little bit interesting because they give them, they don't like let them just make pizza, right? It has to be like, there has to be a twist to the challenge. So they they give these three grandmas this twist and one of the grandmas is just flat out like, no, 
I'm not doing that. I'm making uh-huh. my pizza. <laughs> Sounds about right. She's she's 80 years old. You know, she's not there to hop on your latest Instagram trend. She's there to make a classic pizza. Yeah. Well, that was September. I feel like October has a lot going for it. So we should probably just, I don't know, dive in, right? Yes. There's. Do we want to start with? Movies or TV this time? Let's start with movies. Movies. The movies. Okay, let's start with movies. What's your first movie? My first movie comes from director David O. Russell, the director of such films as Silver Linings Playbook and American Hustle. It is called Amsterdam, a city from which we just returned. Uh, That's not the reason why I'm into it. It has one of my favorite tropes, which is uh, framed for a murder you did not commit. And it started, <laughs> I don't know why that's one of my favorite tropes, but it's just fascinating to me. Um, it stars Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, and John David Washington. Apparently Taylor Swift, your, your fave, is also in this movie. Um, what? She is. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score is bad, but... <laughs> I will still watch it because I like all those people and I'm a fan of David O. Russell and I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. And I might be a little biased because I did also just return from Amsterdam. Wait, this cast is wild. But how did Margot Robbie get this role? Was Jennifer Lawrence not available? That's a good question because Jennifer Lawrence, I feel like, is in every David O. Russell movie and she's nowhere to be found here. Wait, Anya Taylor-Joy is in this? Robert De Niro is in this? Rami Malek is in this? David O. Russell has clout, you know, like people like working with David O. Russell. I love when you pull up the cast on Google and they all have these like press, like whatever, these like Wikipedia photos. And then Taylor Swift's is just the fearless cover album. Yes. (laughs) Queen. No one can explain the mind of Google, but this is (laughs) this is what we have. Speaking of Taylor Swift, I am already stressed about trying to get tickets for whenever she announces her next stadium world tour, which the Swifties anticipate is coming soon. Is it in October? It could happen any at any moment. <laughs> if it's not in October, it does not belong in this preview. <laughs> Taylor Swift is in this preview, so okay. I'm already thinking about well, it. The, al- the album is in October, right? Yeah, the album is October 21st at midnight. Yeah, but it's she's not going to. Yeah, but I would assume she's not. Well, is she going to start touring on October twenty second? No, but she could announce the tour, and then tickets could be available. And I'm already stressed. Is all I'm saying. I will do anything. I will pay an obscene amount of money. Would you s- sell a kidney? Maybe. Wow. <laughs> then you would only have one kidney. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to think about that. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, sorry, Taylor Swift has the power to really distract me. That was really okay. all I had to Amsterdam. say about Amsterdam. Cool. Jermaine, what's the first movie on your list? Halloween ends, and I'm really hoping it ends this time. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not going to end. It is. It's going to be, Hall- wait, is there already a Halloween? Ret- it's going to be like Halloween Returns. <laughs> wait, I think that might actually be. So they rebooted the Halloween franchise to be... What I learned, because I also watched Scream, the latest Scream over the weekend, it's a very productive weekend, TV <laughs> and movie watching, 
it's a requel. It's not a remake, but it's it's more like a mark a cross between a remake and a sequel. So there have been many Halloween movies, but this last trilogy is directly connected to the 1978 original movie. So in this movie, Jamie Lee Curtis has a daughter, and her daughter has a daughter in these the new franchises. Mind you, Jamie Curtis had Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, Laurie Strode's had a son in Halloween, like in the early 2000s. But this, they're saying, is the end. One of them dies. It will not be Michael Myers because he never dies. He always comes back. Uh, This will be in movie theaters and on Peacock. But this reboot of the franchise was actually pretty good. I thought the Rob Zombie movies were also pretty good. Um, So I'm excited to see this and hopefully we go like 10 years without Michael Myers and hopefully in that span they'll remake Jason and we'll have some Jason movies to hold us over um I'm glad that Halloween made it onto the list I have never seen a Halloween movie (gasps) I know so I could not in good faith put Halloween ends on the list but I figured you as a as a as a horror movie connoisseur would vouch for Halloween a, ends. You've never seen a Halloween movie? I have not, no. You need to watch the original Halloween, 1978, John Carpenter. There's a scene where Jim Lee Curtis, Laurie Strode, is like walking down the sidewalk and like smoke comes up on the screen. Very eerie or something like, like smoke like comes up in the frame and it's John Carpenter, like, behind the camera, just, like, randomly smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and the smoke from the cigarette ends up in the movie. It is such a great classic moment, but you should watch it. Do you know the backstory, like, James? Um, I do. I am aware siblings. of the premise. Yeah. Uh, I've just never actually seen it. You should watch it. it. And Marissa, it doesn't seem like a movie that you would ever want to watch. I don't do horror. <laughs> you, you don't do horror? I don't do it. Why why are you speaking like that? I don't know. <laughs> you're you're giving me bad accent like another show that I'm actually going to mention later in this podcast, but I'll save it. I don't know. I just don't. <laughs> I mean, I can do suspense. I can do like Jordan Peele. Um so there won't be any spooky movies on my list. What is on your list? There's some fun movies coming out this month. Uh, one movie that's been on my radar ever since I saw the teaser trailer for it is the romantic comedy Ticket to Paradise uh, starring Julia Roberts, George Clooney. You're so predictable. And <laughs> Caitlin Deaver. Yeah, so, you knew So that. predictable. Yes, yes, I am. But it looks so fun. Does it? <laughs> yes. Does it not? I don't know. Like... This definitely was not made for like your like our demographic. This was definitely made for our parents. Really because everybody that I know is very excited for this movie. Everybody that you know. It seems every like, single person. It just feels <laughs> like it has the potential if it's a if it's a strong script, it has the potential to be in like a perfect rom-com category. It's such a fun premise, the idea of these exes coming together to try to break up their to like end their daughter's mar- like wedding to make the wedding fail but then end up falling back in love in the process that stuff is just like catnip for me like i'm sold on premise and then with julia and george i mean like what more could you ask for 
I really hope this is a good movie. I'm going to be really sad if we come back (laughs) next month and I'm disappointed. (laughs) I've never seen Ocean's 12. Yes. Or the Ocean's movie. Where I've Julia seen Roberts all the Oceans movies. I, I want to say you've only seen Oceans 8. which Yeah, I only saw the Lady definitely... Oceans movie. <laughs> Great movie. Loved it. But <laughs> in Ocean, So in the Oceans movie, George Clooney and Julia, Julia Roberts' character, they're married. And he plays Danny Ocean. I forget what Julia's, Julia Roberts' character's name is. But somehow in one of their schemes, they needed to create a distraction and he turns to her and he goes, do you know who you look like? Right. You need to be her. And then she ends up playing Julia Roberts to distract the people around her. And it was like this weird moment. It was like, why did they do that? But that's what I think of when I think of them acting together. It's very meta. Yeah. When he tells her she needs, she looks like herself, like she looks like Julia, Ro- her character looks like Julia Roberts. And then- Julia Roberts. So she has to play Julia Roberts. That's messy. A distraction. That's wild. Meta is in. Meta, meta is very in. See reboot. <laughs> reboot, high school musical, the musical, the series. That's not meta. That's, that's just messy. That is terrible. It's meta. <laughs> it's messy. That is terrible. It's it's getting even more meta. I don't know if you saw what the season four situation that is. That they're shooting High School Musical 4 at the school, right? Yeah, and that a bunch is of the original true? cast is coming back and the kids in the show get to be like extras in the movie. Okay, but here's my issue with that. <laughs> we want High School Musical 4. We don't want season they four have- of High School Musical, the musical, the series. And so... The idea of that being the premise and not getting in high school, uh, <laughs> not getting high school, school musical, musical four, four out of it, <laughs> out of it. This is like, excuse me, like, no, I want that movie. I hear I, you. I, I don't, I don't understand that franchise. And my former trainer, because I had to stop going because I can't afford her anymore, was telling me about Olivia Rodrigo and how she loves her and the album. And how all of the songs were by the the breakup that she had with the boy. And I'm like, isn't he like gay now? Like, didn't he come out of the closet <laughs> as like bisexual or something? So like, she can't really blame him. And I'm like, that show is messy. And everybody involved in that show is messy. <laughs> and I love it. Okay, we're getting off track because that's not coming out in October. That's true. Okay, back to movies. I'm going to bring us back on track with another Caitlyn Deaver movie. She's very busy in October. She is. This is the next movie on my list, too. I'm going to throw it out here. The movie is called Rosalind, and it's going to be on Hulu. So, Jermaine, you don't have to leave your house. Uh, That's always a win. And it's a Romeo and Juliet retelling from the perspective of Rosalind, who is Romeo's ex. This movie is interesting to me. I think because it seems like it has a fun tone, it has some fun cast, including Caitlin Deaver as Rosalind, but also Kyle Allen as Romeo, who I've been a big fan of Kyle Allen since The Path, which was also on Hulu. Apparently Bradley Whitford is in it. Uh, Isabella Merced, who played Dora the Explorer. Uh, Minnie Driver is in this movie. This movie has an interesting kind of history with development. I guess this movie has been in development for like 12 years or something. And in 2011, the original cast would have been Kira Knightley as Rosalind. And then potentially they were also looking at Haley Steinfeld and Dave Franco would have been Romeo. 
So how about that alternate universe? Wow. <laughs> but I'm excited for this movie as well. And William Shakespeare gets a writing credit, so I wonder how they pay his estate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie was on my list too. It seems very fun, very on brand for me to be into. It is very on brand for you. I was getting a similar tone to maybe like, I don't know if you saw a little bit of like the great in it. A little bit. Tonally, like it just seems like it'll be really fun and rompy. Yeah, I agree. Jermaine, what's up next for you? A movie that is not really something I would ever thought I would watch, but they do have a strong cast. The School of Good and Evil on Netflix. Yes, let's go. I don't know why I want to watch <laughs> that. But, you know, Charlize Theron, Kerry Washington, like you have to, like Lawrence Fishburne is in it. Like Michelle Yeoh, is in it. isn't it? It's, it's like so many people. I'm just like, what is this? It's like, in a weird way, it feels like a cooler Harry Potter. That's interesting because the vibe I got based on like the trailer and the premise was like Descendants, like a Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> and Descendants is fucking awesome. So <laughs> say what you about that. The, fir- the, fir- the, fir- the first Descendants is good. The first. I think the second one has a lot of bops too. Was that the one when Whoopi Goldberg played the Ursula, but we never saw her? We only heard her voice and we yes. saw the tentacles. Okay, fine. Um, sure. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Mm, I don't know about this. Well, what's his name is in it? Thomas Daughtry, and he's on the new Gossip Girl. Terrible actor. Anywho, the school of the school of good and evil. I I am going to watch that. It just seems fun. And it's Netflix, so I'm assuming there's going to be like a slight dark undertone. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see because it does feel something that would feel very right for like Disney Plus based on premise, but yeah. it's Netflix. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. And High School Musical, the musical wasn't relevant before, but it is now because it is also starring Sophia Wiley, um, who is from that franchise. And I've been following her since she was in like Andy Mack on Disney Channel. And she's just, she's great. I'm excited to see her in this like leading role for a Netflix movie. Obviously they, so they attend this school, right? Of like, you know, classic heroes and villains, but uh, does, does Sophia Wiley actually play a character that we know already or it's somebody random? I think it's someone random. Okay. Random. I think they're all like random characters. Okay. I love that that's on your list, Jermaine. And I'm going to watch it too because it's on Netflix and as Sam says, I don't have to go outside. <laughs> it's always a plus. <laughs> Jermaine, I have another movie that you won't have to go outside for. And I feel like it's probably a movie that's on your list because you've mentioned this director on the preview before, but I'm going to throw out the movie uh, Catherine Called Birdie from director and producer Lena Dunham. And this movie will be on Amazon, so you won't have to leave your couch. It stars Bella Ramsey, who played like the little girl in the original Game of Thrones who... Liana Mormont. Yeah, Liana Mormont. Show some respect. Uh, I forgot the character, yeah. It also scar, uh, stars Andrew Scott, a.k.a. Hot Priest. And Mr. Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, and Mr. Taylor Swift. Joe Alwyn is in this movie. The premise is basically, like, it's medieval England, and the daughter of, like, a 
financially destitute lord is going to thwart her plans, her father's plans, to marry her off to a wealthy suitor. So that daughter is Bella Ramsey. It seemed, it's another movie that has, I feel like, a similar tone to uh, Rosalind. It feels like it has like that also kind of like classic like Lena Dunham energy. <laughs> so if you like that energy, then this is probably a movie that you will also like. And what, what would you say is Lena Dunham's energy, Sam? It's a little bit sarcastic. It's a little bit witty. It's a little bit raunchy. It's a mix of some things. It's also based on a book. I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that. Yeah, it's based on a children's book that came out like before we were born. Okay, okay. way to narrow some it down. Of us, some, of us, <laughs> some of us were born. Um, some of us were born. Way to narrow down all the years before we were born. <laughs> came out in 1994. <laughs> I was very, so very much alive. <laughs> very much alive. <laughs> Jermaine was a young lad. Oh wow! Okay, very much. That was an interesting way to put that for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe that Lena Dunham. Anything is on my list, but I have it here too because it just looks fun. And Bella Ramsey is great, and she was the trailer was great. It's a good trailer. A good trailer can really sway me. Yeah. I'm learning through this exercise. And sometimes a trailer is not a good representation of what we're going to see. True. But I feel like Lena Dunham has just like been quietly working away and putting out things that people are like, oh, I see why you got that show when you got that show. And I feel like she's taking a different approach to how she's working, which seems to be going well for her. Yeah, she, I feel like she took a little bit of a step back after yeah. Girls, and now it's like starting to ramp up a I'm little back, bit. I'm back, bitches. Yeah. Marissa, I feel like you've, you've like, <laughs> you've like seconded a lot of these movies. Is That's there anything really else? wrapped up my movie list. That's all the movies on yeah, your list? Yeah, everyone mentioned my movies, so feel free to jump in with more, because I guess I'm just like a basic bitch this month. Okay, Jermaine, you want to go? Uh, in keeping with the drama of Harry Styles. I have Mr. Policeman on my list, <laughs> where Harry Styles plays a closeted homosexual, married oh to a God, woman but in love what? with a man. Why do they keep putting this man in movies? That's what I want to know. And I'm not actually interested in watching this because of Harry Styles. I'm interested in watching it because the older version of Harry is it the older version of Harry Styles that's played by is an Rupert actor that I really like? No. Rupert Everett plays Rupert the other Rupert guy. Played, I don't know. It's not Rupert Everett. I'm talking about Lino, Linus Roach. He's oh, in that okay. movie, and he was the assistant district attorney on Law and Order, Michael Cutter. And I just love him so much. He's a fantastic actor, and I'm watching it to see him, not Harry Styles or this trope that I know interest in supporting a, um, straight men playing gay characters and being called critically acclaimed for doing so this is how adrian and i fight over call me by your name but it's a movie that people i've actually said relatively positive things about so i'm interested in in seeing it and hopefully harry styles will stop acting after this (laughs) i don't think that will happen because he seems to be uh, a fixture in the MCU, but <laughs> yeah. you can say that. Well, they might re- they might recast him. He said he's more interested in making music. On the flip side, 
I feel like that I watched this trailer. The trailer I thought gave me nothing. <laughs> the trailer not, gives you nothing. Not a not a not a trailer that really sucked me in. But Sam, the girl from The Crown is in it. That's your girl. Yep. Emma Corrin, now non-binary. They them. Oh, they them. My my apologies. Um and the the other man, the other man who's in it was in The Last Kingdom. He plays King Albert in The Last Kingdom. So I do have you know, an attachment to, you know, a lot of these, or I guess two of these actors. Harry Styles is also there. <laughs> exactly. He's just there. And it's also yeah. going to be on Prime Video, so I don't have to, again, go outside. That is a bonus. Um, all right, I'll wrap up my movie list real quick. One of the movies, one of the final two movies on my list is on Netflix, Don't Need to Leave. It's a stop-motion animation movie from... Director Henry Selleck, who directed uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas and Coraline, produced by Jordan Peele. It's called Wendell and Wild, and it's voiced by Jordan Peele and Keegan-Michael Key, so we get to see them back together. Oh, wow. It's like a stop-motion horror comedy, and basically, Key and Peele play these two demon brothers who enlist like this 13-year-old girl to help bring them to the land of the living. Angela Bassett also voices a character in this movie. I think James Hong also voices a character in this movie. Um, it's from Jordan Peele's Monkey Paw Productions company. I've never, I don't think Jordan Peele has really done anything like this before that I'm aware of, at least not anything that I've seen, but that movie did uh, look interesting to me. And if Key and Peele are both in it, I'm also in um, and then the last movie I just threw in here is going to be on um, Netflix as well. It's called Mr. Harrigan's Phone. And this is a horror movie from Ryan Murphy. I know. Um, <laughs> but it stars Donald Sutherland. He's had a week. He has had a week. <laughs> <laughs> but I will watch this movie. It stars Donald Sutherland as Mr. Harrigan and Jaden Martell, who's kind of like the whiny kid in a lot of different things. He's the whiny kid in Defending Jacob. He's the whiny kid in Knives Out. Basically, he has no friends. He hangs out with this old guy, Mr. Harrigan. Mr. Harrigan dies, but then he starts getting advice from Mr. Harrigan on Mr. Harrigan's cell phone, and it turns into a horror movie. Yeah, that's my movies. Those are my movies for October. Jermaine, did did you have any other movies? I had Black Adam, starting to rock, which is mm-hmm. weird that The Rock is now an actor, and taken seriously as an actor. <laughs> uh, DC plays an anti-hero. Basically, the premise of the movie is like all the other people trying to teach him how to be a proper hero, not to be a villain. There's this interesting backstory. Like, they wanted him to, like, do a cameo in the new Shazam movie, and he's like, no, I'm not doing that. Black Adam is better than that. That, that comes with the territory of doing one of these superhero movies. <laughs> that's, that's not well, like a- in the last in the last Shazam movie, they tried, well, Henry Cavill was supposed to do it as Superman. And I don't know if you saw it, like Superman appears, but it never shows his face because Henry Cavill never did it. <laughs> and it's just really me hoping that DC will finally get the foot in that Marvel has because I find that DC has better characters than Marvel. Just hoping that something will happen with this movie for them. and that they will have money to make more. And the last movie I had on my list was uh, Till. It's a story about Emma Till. 
and that horrible thing that happened and Whoopi Goldberg is in it because, you know, I have to bring him back to the view somehow. And <laughs> I'm going to watch that. Like, I know the story. We all know the story. I'm just going to, like, watch a different movie about the story. And that is all of my movies. I feel like we have a good mix of movies. Like, I feel like before October started and I looked at the list, I was like, is this going to be all horror movies? Um, but there's a lot of, like, different stuff coming out in October, which made me excited. Yeah, a lot yeah. of, like, fun content to go alongside. Not everybody is a spooky a spooky gal. I am not. Not everyone as- subscribes to spooky October Halloween season. <laughs> no. It's it's not. Mind you, I in uh, a couple of friends and I, we're going to do uh, Disney Plus night for Halloween. And we're going to watch that Halloween town. Mom's going to deal with a vampire. Phantom of the Yeah, that's as spooky as I get. Did you watch Hocus Pocus 2 already? Or no? You're no, saving. it's not out yet. Oh, it's, it's not, not out, out yet. yet. When does it come out? It's out. Wait, I think it's out the thirtieth. Oh, it comes out the thirtieth. Okay, Friday. Record, yeah, recording Friday. this on the twenty eighth. Yeah, Friday it comes out. Uh, okay, got I it. think it comes out Friday, and I will be watching it. Cool. So, jumping over to the land of TV, my TV list is very returning show heavy, mm-hmm. but the one of the new shows that I have to kick us off, I've been trying so hard. To make a vampire show work for me. I have been. There are so many vampire shows coming out in October. This better be be the one and only (laughs) vampire show that is also on my list. And I hope it is the exact same show because there's only one vampire show it could be. Interview with the vampire. Okay. Because I was nervous there for a second. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Let's not forget Love at First Bite. No, I really, I tried with First Kill. I tried with Vampire Academy. But, oh my God, Interview with the Vampire looks awesome. That was a great trailer. It's a great trailer. It looks good. The Vampire Lassat is just still very attractive. No matter who plays him. Yes. Tom Cruise played him. It is, I love, the movie is so good. The original movie is so good. I love Interview with a Vampire. It is. And I like that this movie is going there with like the homosexuality. Yeah. Like this TV show is going there. In the movie, it was sort of implied and there was like this undertone of homoeroticness between Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. But like the TV show is like going there. It's gay. Yeah. And so it's Jacob Anderson. It's Grey Worm. <laughs> it's, it's, it looks so good. It looked like whenever I was a big twilight person and i love twilight i read the books and i thought the books were like vastly superior but i was like jacob is no lasat not jacob edward is no <laughs> edward yeah like edward's no lasat like come on people and did you hear that it was already renewed for season two it was renewed for season two yeah it hasn't even it's, aired yet i'm so excited for and this it's show premiered yet Jermaine, is and this going on, to be our vampire show is this it this is going to be the vampire show it is it has picked, been picked up. It is set in New Orleans. Not original because the spinoff of The Vampire Diaries, the originals, was set in New Orleans. <laughs> and I watched that. And I love that show. But I feel like this might be a good complex show. And it's I think it's on AMC. And it's not streaming. Which, I mean, it might stream on like Hulu or something. But not no, it's on AMC. So it's not streaming, right? 
Yeah, AMC Plus or whatever. Yeah, if you count AMC, oh, AMC Plus, Plus, it's on streaming. You can watch it like okay, whatever. Ten hours early. <laughs> I'll watch it live with commercials. But I'm excited we'll find for that. A way. I'm very excited. Yeah, for Interview with a Vampire. Me too. I guess that's yeah, that's your horror quote unquote fix. I guess that's my yeah vampires. <laughs> yes, <laughs> some sensual vampires. Yes, some gay vampires. <laughs> Please, Sam, what's on your list? All right, so number one on my list, I teased this a while ago um, <laughs> when I mentioned bad accents, but the number one show on my list for October is called The Peripheral. It's going to be on Amazon. It stars Chloe Grace Moretz and Jack Rayner giving you their worst Southern accent. Absolutely horrible, but it's kind of like a sci-fi show. Um, it takes place in kind of like a near future that's a little bit um, dystopian, but basically Chloe Grace Moretz kind of like gets access to this piece of technology. It looks kind of like a headset, and it seems like when she puts the headset on, it takes her to an alternate reality that at first seems like a dream, turns out to not quite be so pleasant uh, as she dives deeper into this alternate reality. I'm a big fan of alternate realities. In general, I like Chloe Grace Moretz. Marissa, this is your preferred accent to do is bad Southern accent. (laughs) So maybe you'll like it. (laughs) Yeah, Um, is it as bad as my orchid and gumbo poker club accent? It is that accent. It's that (laughs) accent? That's a terrible accent. It is that accent. It's not a good accent. I think if you watch the trailer, but I'm intrigued. I'm into the premise. Jermaine, what else do you have? So just to be clear, number one on my list was not interview with a vampire. Um, it could never be interview with a vampire. And Sam, you have one guess to guess the number one show on my TV list. I know what you're well, gonna say. Is it a new show or a returning show? It's a returning show. It's a returning show. Oh man! I already know. Yes. I, can I? Can I do it? You already? Yeah, Mercy. Sam, how can Sam? How could you not notice? Sam, like, are you even friends with Jermaine? Week. Like, is this are even a friends? friendship? Oh, okay. It. I, I. I get it now. Okay. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy. Sure. <laughs> okay. Like Sam, come on. That took you too long. Sorry. It's like I only wrote down new shows on my list. So if it was a returning show, I needed to go back and look just to double check. Okay, Sam. Well, my number one show is Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> season 19. <laughs> I still need Ooh. to finish season 18. I should do that. Season 19. I've been watching this show since I was in the ninth grade and now in my 30s. <laughs> it's been a ride. And apparently Ellen Pompey is only going to do eight episodes. Eight episodes. Season. Yeah. Out of how many? 20 Probably plus. 22. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is not. And I don't know how that's how it's plausible when she's the chief. But spoiler alert: isn't she going to be off doing like some Hulu show? She's off doing some Hulu show that I think was already made, and I'm like, why are we doing that, Ellen? But won't take up too much time. Grey's Anatomy returns season 19. We're still going. Still the number one show on ABC. That's sad for ABC, but you know, (laughs) here we go. Uh, yeah, I need to finish. That's probably what I should be doing with the rest of my at-home time is catching up. But it's like, yeah, I, I've just been with Grey's Anatomy for so long as well, and I can't just I can't just fall apart at the end. Exactly. Yeah. You have to see it through. You just have to see yeah. it through at this point. You just have to see it through. 
Well, to continue on the returning show trend, I mean, most of the rest of the shows on my list are returning. This has been out in the ether for a while, but we're finally getting it in America land. Uh, Season three, the final season of Dairy Girls is going to be finally on Netflix on October 7th. And yes, I truly cannot wait. I actually was going to suggest us rewatching the first two seasons ahead. Ooh, It's been a minute. I feel like it would be a fun rewatch yeah and a I quick rewatch that. uh that move or that tv show introduced me to the song rock the boat and the associated dance and to this day i will still wait it introduced you to that song i had never heard rock the boat what before no i had never heard that song before watching dairy girls but that whole that whole scene iconic between her Wishing that she would drop dead, wishing that like, is it the grandmother or the aunt, wishing somebody would drop dead and then she does. She literally dropped. <laughs> Them going crazy over Rock the Boat is one of my favorite scenes, just uh, in general, just one of my favorite scenes. And then, then, and then at the end when he's like, I'm a dairy girl, screaming, yeah. oh, so good. I'm very excited. I've been waiting for this for yep. so long. You will have to watch it with subtitles because, man, those Irish accents are thick. Yeah, those are not fake accents. No. <laughs> those are very real accents, and they're very hard to understand. Yeah. Oof. All right. I'm going to throw a, a wild show out here. It comes from Peacock, and <laughs> it's a docuseries. Um, it, says, it said it was a two-part docuseries, so calling it a show is a little bit of a stretch, but, but I digress. I call, well, it's, a, it's not a show. Well, it is a, it's not a movie. It's, it's a mini-series, I guess, but two episodes, so I put it here with my TV shows. It's called I Love You, You Hate Me, and it's a docuseries all about... <laughs> Jermaine, I see the face you're making. All about the secret hate there is for Barney the Dinosaur... This is interesting to me because growing up, there was a lot of hate towards <laughs> Barney the Dinosaur, I think, just in the ranks of the elementary school circles. You know, like, if you liked Barney at a certain age, you're you're a little kid, and that's not cool. Um, <laughs> I'm curious, Jermaine, if this was something that you also experienced with Barney the Purple Dinosaur, or if you missed that. I did not grow up watching Barney so much. Like, I watched it here and there because, like, I grew up in Jamaica. Like, Barney wasn't, like, a a thing that we watch. Um, I remember, like, watching Blue's Clues because that was just more... Like, Barney was on PBS, right? Yeah. And then PBS had so many other content on it. But Blue's Clues was on, like, Nickelodeon was, like, cartoons all the time. So you would end up watching more of that. So I did not grow up watching a lot of Barney. I know the song. I don't. If I think about the song, it's going to get stuck in my head, and I don't want it to get stuck <laughs> in my head. <laughs> but the fascinating thing about Barney is, like, Selena Gomez was on Barney. Yeah. Like, Demi, Demi Lovato, Lovato was on Barney. They were on Barney. Like, a lot of people, like, grew up on Barney. But it is, it is like, concept of these theories um conspiracy theories about these like characters like 
I remember when Steve left Blue's Clues, there was like rumors that he was like a drug addict. And he was like, the man was not a drug addict. The man just like <laughs> moved on. And like, no, like I, when I was like, oh, he just like moved on to other things. Like there's always like this dark underbelly of like children programming. Like people hate Elmo. Oh, I was going to, I thought you were going to talk about, and this I think is another show that's coming back uh, in October, but Caillou. People hate people Caillou. Hate Caillou. <laughs> people, people hate Peppa Pig. People do. I, people, I people love Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. <laughs> and, you know, I, I think it's more of like, as a parent, like when your kid, like a toddler, wants to watch the same thing over and over. Yeah. Like they get angry and they just like, ah. Like, but I think. I don't know, man. Peppa Pig is hella fat phobic. It's actually shocking. Yeah, the, I'm the, surprised the that she's that one of your makes faves. Air. <laughs> I mean, it's mostly just that like viral clip where she's sassy and hangs up on yeah. Lucy Lamb. Yeah, Barney. I mean, Barney. I, I remember I'm the. Hooked. I remember the Barney. The Barney talk. The like he has like when the the part of the trailer was like they say he has drugs in his tail. Like I vividly remember discussing that on the playground. You discussed that on the playground. <laughs> yeah. On the With, playground. Like, other children? <laughs> yeah. with like other kids <laughs> yeah how old were you i mean like i was too old to be watching barney but like we were t- i mean i think my sister was still watching it hey i mean when you want to talk about my questionable I'm like, how many, wait, wait so you were like seven You're i was taught you know what the shit i was talking about on the playground seven i had a friend in, in how many first drugs grade. did you know as a seven-year-old <laughs> My what? dad, my dad was letting me watch Twenty Four with him in elementary school, <laughs> and then I had another elementary school friend who also watched Twenty Four. We would talk about Twenty Four together as like eight year olds, and that's really messed up when you think about it. So no, yeah, there was no censorship in my home. Yeah, but Barney is not a show that needs to be censored at face value. I don't know, man. I just remember the Barney theories. Okay, I digress. Anyways, 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 yeah, moving on. I mean, returning, but like, is it really returning? Because it will be an entirely new, almost an entirely new cast, yada, yada. White Lotus, Mike White, we're back. Season two, Emmy Award winning. Let's go. Big night at the Emmys for White Lotus and Mike White. And Survivor by Proxy. And Survivor, Survivor gets a shout and out. Survivor by Proxy. Yeah, I mean, I'll I will certainly tune in. Jennifer Coolidge is back, right? She's the only she, she is, is she is she is back, and the back. the guy that she was with at the hotel, I think, is with her as well. Oh, really? Returning, yes. Okay, but they're playing different people, right? I'm not actually sure. Regardless, I mean, I would love for her to play the same character because <laughs> <laughs> that character was iconic. But if she plays a different character, I can't imagine it's that different. <laughs> Honestly, right. I like mean, Jennifer, doesn't she always she play? She plays basically the same character in everything she does. My parents watched the White Lotus post Emmys and they were like, that was a really weird show, Marissa. I found the show to be very chaotic. The pacing of the show is is so chaotic. And the 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 noises, it's it's yeah, I like that show, like chaotic in the best way, but it cleaned mm-hmm. up at the Emmys. And I just like wondered if the people who are running Warner Brothers Discovery saw that and thought they were making a big mistake by killing HBO Max. 
Not if they just end up putting it on Discovery Plus. I will never get Discovery Ugh. Plus. Even if it merges with HBO Max, you will still not get Discovery Plus. Well, I have HBO. I'll just watch it on HBO. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'll just watch it on HBO. Okay, fair enough. Jermaine? Well, speaking of the White Lotus, I want to see, it's a peacock show, A Friend of the Family, and it Mm. stars Jake Lacey, who was in The White Lotus. Him, Anna Paquin, Colin Hanks. It's sort of, uh, it's not murder, but like true crime-ish kind of setup. He seems a little murdery. He seems a little murdery. Um, yeah, but but I it I I vaguely remember like there was like a docu series on Netflix about like the neighbor who like kidnapped the daughter or something. But the premise of the show is like he's a neighbor and he kidnap kidnap the kid. But I think it's like multiple times over the years, and I'm like, how is he kidnapping the same kid over and over? And that's what's a little confusing, but I actually want to see it because it looks good. It's a great cast. Maybe it will be the next big hit. I am interested in that movie too, but I was torn because I was torn between two sh- shows. Like, I feel that like this show is similar to another show a little bit that's on the list. And I didn't want to put them both on my list. I ended up going with the other one, which is The Watcher, which will be on Netflix. And it's another Ryan Murphy show, but it stars Bobby Cannavale. Um, and Naomi Watts and basically it's about this family who kind of like moves into a new house and then they get this letter that's like where I'm really going to enjoy watching you in your new house because I love that house and then they're like oh no which of our neighbors sent us this letter and it seems like the show is basically about them trying to figure out like which of their neighbors is the quote-unquote watcher watching them in their house I would move (laughs) I would move too (laughs) I would just sell the house and move yeah, I'm not I'm not about being watched. Not worth it. I'm not going to waste time trying to figure out who the watcher is. I would just move. Too logical for a horror movie. Horror movies yeah. are notorious for poor decisions. Whose turn is it? Is it my turn again? I think it is your turn. Okay, well, I will come at you with another returning show, Disney Plus, um, season two of Big Shots, starring John Stamos. And you know what? It was an enjoyable season one. Okay. It was more fun than I thought it would be. It was more complex than I thought it would be. It was more gay than I thought it would be. And I'm excited that it's back. Did you feel like it taught you about basketball? Not One Tree Hill taught me about basketball first. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) One Tree Hill is... Taught me everything I needed to know. It did not teach you everything (laughs) that you needed to know about basketball. I promise you that show did not teach you (laughs) everything that you need to know about basketball. I'd be surprised if that show taught you 10% of what you need to know about <laughs> basketball. You wouldn't know. You won't watch it. Basketball with did they, they play in one trio. You've never seen one trio, Sam? No. <gasps> and Marissa's watching it so slowly because she's watching one episode per week to go along with the podcast. With like, the if podcast. I'm going to watch a show, just get it over with. Like, I'm not going to drag no. it out for years of my life. Well, that's how we watched it originally. It's it was so streaming back good. then. Yeah, but Sam, this is the present the day, now. This is 2022. I want to binge my show <laughs> and just be done with I it. I am at a time where if you miss an episode of a show, you just miss that episode of a show. You could watch it again. Where if you missed an episode of the show, 
you would get that DVD from Netflix <laughs> and you would pop it into your DVD no, player and catch up. You would just miss it. One day, one day it will happen. I will watch it for the gosh, fifth time for you. Oh my God. Yeah, I think this is watch number four in my life. That's a lot. You know that what is, is the saddest times. thing about One Tree Hill minus like Keith was murdered? That's where we are in the. That that episode just happened, and the that's where we're at. Oh, oh why'd you tell me that? I was gonna watch that. <laughs> Sam, you, you will know. never see. Sam, you will never see Keith's that come in. Okay. How is that? But you know what the just you 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 two have just mentioned Keith's death like five times. But you will never see how it happens. Who does it? You will never see it come in. You'll never see it come in. But the sad thing about that show is like, I think it was like season five after they did a time jump. They stopped playing the theme song. Oh my God. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> they just stopped playing the theme song and it would just be one tree you know, on, the, on the screen and they just stopped yeah. playing the theme song. And then sad. they brought the theme song back later on, but it was a different cover of it every It was a episode. different cover every week. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, they did covers of the theme song. Yeah. That, yeah, the because it became a show. I know. In the end, it became a show about there's a lot of musicians in the show at the end. Yeah, I love that we got from Big Shot to basketball to One Tree Hill. But yeah, we can go back to the, uh, October. <laughs> I have a returning show on my list. <gasps> Gasp! That goes against everything you believe in. But it's not returning in the way that perhaps you would think it is. I'm not sure if you know what I'm going to say. I'm talking, of course, about the reboot of The Mole. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. The original Mole was hosted by Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. This Mole is not hosted by Anderson Cooper. It's hosted by MSNBC, I, I guess, correspondent Alex Wagner. So I'm not sure why The Mole always feels a need to have like a news person as like the host. <laughs> How is Alex Wagner hosting the mall when she just took over the nine o'clock hour on MSNBC? <laughs> I do not know, <laughs> but she is hosting the mall. Well, I don't think the mall is live. It's obviously like been taped already. Yes, uh, but she just took. Oh, okay, okay. Let that one go. Yeah, um, but the mall is basically kind of. I mean, it's like a reality competition show, right? Where it's a little bit survivory, a little bit. Big Brother, I don't know, it's like like one of those shows, right, where every, they're competing in challenges to, you know, try and, uh, and win. Uh, but the difference between this show and the other shows is that one of the contestants is not actually a contestant, but a mole trying to sabotage everybody else. And so they're trying to figure out who the mole is. I know. You know who the mole is. The show has not even premiered yet. <laughs> no, I know and the you know, premise. <laughs> I know the premise of the mole. Yeah, I don't know. Like it would be on my list, but then like just like stream it or skip it says to skip it, and they never say to like they they'll tell you to stream anything. So <laughs> tell you to stream anything. <laughs> it's just like what is so bad about it that they said to skip it? Maybe they just weren't because people people stand heavily like the original mole. So you're saying maybe it just didn't live up? Maybe, but we don't have necessarily that same attachment to the original mole. So I'd be more, I feel like I'd be more open to okay. whatever this reboot is. Any other shows? I feel like I, my list is complete. I only had one other show. 
I feel like I always have to go a little bit outside the box with at least one of my shows, but um, wait, and Barney didn't didn't fit the bill. No, Barney is if you know me, that's right up my wheelhouse. I decided to go. Sam, what are you going to do when they make the docuseries about how Paddington the bear is like running a sex ring? (laughs) I will watch that. A lot of people will watch that. And if the queen, if they somehow got an interview with the late queen talking about it, I hear she has a great sense of humor. That would make it even better. Um, But... (laughs) But... The last show on my list is a reality competition show that I know I could get sucked into because I get sucked into reality competition shows like nobody's business. It's on Discovery, and it's called A Cut Above, and it's basically competitive chainsaw carvers making art out of wood with their chainsaws. It seems kind of like a mix of like making it in that it's like very craft, uh, like crafty and hands-on, but also meets like tough as nails. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but I could see myself getting sucked into that. And there's a couple reality shows. There's also like a mixology like reality competition show that's coming out on Netflix. But I feel like this one more so than like watching people make drinks because that's like whatever. I can do that. I can just go do that, right? Like I can go to a bar and people will make drinks and I can watch that. But this is like one of those things where I would be like, yeah, I would want to try that. I wouldn't recommend that. You would not recommend that. I would not recommend you trying that. I mean, it's on Discovery, so we'll see. You know, I know you're you're not a Discovery person. That's okay. No, it's not for me. Um, The last two things on my list is Alaska Daily on ABC, starring Hillary Swank, where she plays a reporter who... It's reinventing herself and she moves to Alaska of all places where naturally she has to solve an unsolvable crime. Of course. <laughs> a cold well, if it was case solvable, gonna, there would be no show. It would have been solved she's already. Gonna, yeah, it would have been solved. It was like hurts Jeff Perry and, you know, like there's like been missing persons case, but nobody cares about it. And it's just been sitting there and then she's going to find it and get the pieces together but you know Hillary Swank I like her it seems interesting Mm -hmm. it's like I'll watch that and then the last thing on my list is this show it's called The Midnight Club and it is streaming on Netflix and it is about a group of seven terminally ill young people who gather at midnight to tell scary stories And there's like a twist about if one of them dies, the last person has to like keep it going, whatever. But I saw this and I was like, this is Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like, I remember watching that show as a kid on Nickelodeon. This is Are You Afraid of the Dark? So I'm going to watch The Midnight Club to see if it's actually, in fact, a complete ripoff of Are You Afraid of the Dark? (laughs) And Are You Afraid of the Dark came back a couple of years ago, right? Yes, it's still going. They do like short three to six episode seasons since it came back. But it's now, it's like one story entire season. So it's like three episodes of one story where the original was like a new story every episode. That brings me, I think, to like the next part that we always do that everybody always forgets about. But I think that like when you look at just like October, Netflix has the most content. 
I feel like hands down. I feel like it's not even close. Yeah, it's a lot of Netflix. True. Like between it's a lot new of stuff and returning stuff. Like we didn't even like nailed it comes back in October. Like there's gonna be new nailed it. <gasps> yeah. Gasp. There's just so much happening on Netflix between the TV stuff and then yeah, just a lot of movies, I think, on Netflix too. It's a big Netflix month in October. Yeah, it is. I but- agree. I think my list is all over the place in terms of where things will be. Mm-hmm. So I don't like have one that like comes out on top really. Yeah, I guess if we're aggregating everything, probably would be Netflix. Yeah, but I'm going to spend more time with network television because okay. I'm going to watch Grey's Anatomy and other network television and cable. Interview with a Vampire. Like the most thing I'm excited to watch is Interview with a Vampire. I'm really excited to see that. I would agree with that. That that trailer really just blew me away. I was like not prepared for it to be as good as it was. Yeah, so that's like yeah. most, I'm really excited for that. So we'll see. Yeah, I hope it's. I hope we found our vampire moment. Been trying for months. Every month I go to bat for a different vampire show that ends up disappointing me. Please, please <laughs> let this be good. Is that it? I don't feel like there's. I think, think we did it. I think we did it. Yeah. Exciting month. Jermaine, how, so do you think out of the things we listed, how much do you think you'll get to watch in October? For sure. Grey's definitely Anatomy. Watching, definitely watching yeah. Grey's Anatomy. That's not <laughs> next week. <laughs> definitely watching Grey's Anatomy. Dr. least comes on right after Grey's Anatomy. So that's a good setup for that. So I'll just keep the TV on for that. Yep. All the stuff that is on amazon i will most likely watch it because i'm not going outside and it's getting colder in new york so there's no reason to go outside so i think i'm going to have a good i'm going to watch most of october it's another good preview sam we are getting somewhere with the theme song i'm happy to say i'm happy that you're happy (laughs) (laughs) i mean like don't 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 give yourself too much credit. What are you talking about? This is a Grammy <laughs> This is a Grammy worthy song right here. Um, I'm gonna say Grammy. This is a people's choice award worthy song right here. <laughs> Would you say expect something new next month? Or are you gonna ride this wave? I think we could keep workshopping it. I think it, we can elevate it even further. Wow. Okay. Way to not even let me answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> like, Sam, do you think you did a good job? I'm just going to say right now, you did it. <laughs> no. <laughs> you could do better. <laughs> All right. Fine. You know what? Whatever. My opinion doesn't even matter. Oh, well, it's been another another fun month with y'all. Um, as always. We're here. We're around. You can follow us at Outfit Repeat Pod on Twitter. It's not really relevant to our brand anymore, but we're sticking with it because it's what we got. I mean, uh, hey, soon How I Met Your Father will be back. That's true. And we will be covering it. Yeah. And we also have, you know, Outfit Repeaters Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, as always, if you're, you want to listen to any of our earlier previews or anything that we've recorded before, you can find all of our podcasts either at our website, www.paginatedmedia.com slash outfit repeaters or on any platform where podcasts are available. Yeah. And we will see you next month. Happy spooky season, everyone. Spooky November or 
No, you best let up. Just let us play us out. Sitting on my couch and I don't know what to watch. Show I think I might be lost if I didn't have a preview. Oh, I think I might be lost if I didn't have a preview.